Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We go back out to, for the third and final time today, the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. One of the best in the business. She covers the Browns for Cleveland.com. Mary Kay Cabot. Mary Kay? She's the best, not one of them. She's the best. <laughs> That's very true. In Cleveland, she is the best, 100%. No doubt about it. What's going on, Mary Kay? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Mary Kay, thanks for joining us. So first question for you. Me and Spencer have been talking about uh, Kevin Stefanski, of course, is coming back next year. If the Cleveland Browns were to make the playoffs but lose their first playoff game, is making the playoffs enough for him to keep his job? Yeah, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, that you can kind of put a blanket statement out there like that right now because each season is its own individual entity and, you know, it would have to, you know, depend on the circumstances. I mean, look, if a Brandon Staley type of thing happened, Mm. sure, anybody's going to, uh, you know, take a a good long look at that and wonder, uh, you know, if you have the right person in place. Uh, you know, if you lose, a, you know, a real close game on a blocked field goal, you know, maybe that's a, a different story. But, you know, I, I don't think I can honestly say that, oh, yeah, if they, you know, if they make the playoffs and lose in the wild card round, that he would be out. I think you'd have to uh, see how the whole thing plays out. Mary Kay, we know Sean Desai was the latest candidate to interview with the Browns. That that one took place today. Um, he was the the fourth name out of the five that were kind of mentioned. We know Gerard Mayo was in the mix, but sounds like he's going back to New England. How quickly do you expect the the process to choose a new defensive coordinator kind of play out from here? You know, I, I could see something happening this week. I think they probably want to get it wrapped up and move along. Uh, the only thing that could probably delay that a little bit is uh, if Brandon Staley did get fired. Maybe mm. he is somebody that they would want to – add to the mix. I'm not sure about that right now, but, uh, you know, that is something that, you know, that I think everybody has been kind of thinking about. Uh, he's, you know, he's from Ohio. He coached at John Carroll and, um, you know, he, he sort of, you know, has the local vibe of Cleveland. And, uh, so, I mean, it's somebody that I'm sure that they would probably at least have on their radar in the event that, that he were looking for work. But, um, but as of right now, I think they feel pretty excited about the candidates that they have. Uh, and I'm sure that Sean Desai's interview went really well today. Uh, some of the other ones have gone really well as well. So, you know, they're going to have a really tough decision to make. Mary Kay Cabot joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mary Kay, 
Uh, at the end of the season, there was a lot of speculation that Joe Woods would lose his job, and of course, he he eventually did. But there was also uh, speculation about Mike Prefer. Uh, seems to seems to me like he's safe and will probably be back next year. Is that something well, that sounds like is correct? Well, I, as I wrote in my um, my Browns Insider for Sunday, that um, the early word is that Mike is safe, but these guys have been all tied up in the coordinator search. And so, you know, I don't necessarily think that, you know, anything is written in stone just yet. Um, But again, the early word that, you know, that I got, you know, out in the coaching circles uh, was that, that he was told that he was safe. Again, anything can change, uh, you know, until we hear that from the Cleveland Browns. But, you know, that seems to be the way that they are leaning. Talk with Mary Kay Cabot on the hotline. Uh, back to kind of the conversation on defensive coordinator Mary Kay. And this was a conversation Earl and I were kind of having earlier in the show. Today is NFL defenses are just very fluid. It's a lot of sub packages that are kind of your bases. It's not just 3 4 or 4 3 anymore. And they're kind of expected to be hybrid versions of those and have hybrid players in certain positions as well. But does scheme matter when it comes to choosing a defensive coordinator? Because I think about ideas like sometimes there's coaches out there who are so stuck in their ways of I want it done this way that then you end up with a 3-4 where Miles Garrett's dropping into coverage and not rushing the passer. So I'm just curious like how much that does matter or doesn't matter in the conversation of choosing the next defensive coordinator. Well, I, I think certainly – um, one of the f- first things and one of the most important things that you will take into consideration when making this decision is how is this defensive coordinator going to work with your existing talent, showcase it, and bring out the best in it? Because that was a huge part of the problem in 2022 is that the players that we were all told were going to pop and flash and be so great, uh, you know, it just didn't happen in a lot of cases. So I think first and foremost – uh, a D coordinator is going to have to show how they will showcase and bring even more out of Miles Garrett. And if you look at Sean Desai with defensive end Robert Quinn uh, in Chicago, he went from two sacks in 2020 to 18 and a half in 2021, which turned out to be uh, a club record for um, you know for the Bears. So you know that's what you want to see. You want to see that he can you know isolate and showcase your star defensive end so I think you know that will help him to uh you know to spotlight that uh but then you've got to show that you're going to be able to get the most out of JOK and the most out of Greg Newsom and some of these other guys uh you know as you mentioned before defensive fronts are so multiple now and you know especially uh you know like a, a Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, kind of a coach, you know, guys like that, they run such multiple fronts. Yeah. I think pretty much everyone does. So, you know, I think gone are the days of, you know, the three, four base. I mean, how often are you in base defense anymore anyway? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I think, I think you have to show the versatility that, that you have up front and the different creative that ideas that you will have and how you feel that you can, uh, best use the personnel that is already on this defense. I mean, you can't really start, you know, reinventing the wheel with Miles Garrett at this point in his career. You know, you have to demonstrate how you're going to be able to make sure that he's a superstar. Mary Kay, when we talk about hiring a defensive coordinator, we look at guys like Schwartz and Flores, who've both won Super Bowl rings in their respective roles. Uh, both have been head coaches. And then we talk about the other candidates who will either be first or second time defensive coordinators. 
with not the same track record as, as the guys that we know of very well. Is there any preference from the players on the defensive side of the ball of what type of defensive coordinator that they would like to play for? Well, I'll tell you what a player wants. A player wants a coach that is going to bring out the best in him, help him have success, individual success, and then that translates into team success. So they want someone that is going to coach them up into the best performance that they've ever had. And for them, that doesn't matter how they get there necessarily. Uh, It doesn't have to be uh, any kind of a formula for that. They just want somebody that's going to 100% bring out the best in them so that they can flourish on the field. So that's what they need to be looking for. They need to be finding that guy uh, that can teach, that can lead. Uh, and, And I think they've got some really excellent candidates that can do those things. So it's just a matter of, uh, finding which one is the best fit, which one really, you know, wants the job. I mean, you know, Brian Flores seems to now uh, be getting some interest from the Falcons. Uh, so they just have to figure out which is the best fit for them. A few more minutes of Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Mary Kay, the name Bob Quinn, senior personnel and coaching executive in the Browns front office, came up last week. Uh, Nick and Dustin, they always have Albert Breer on once a week, and and he talked about how Quinn has kind of become a voice in the front office that has shared some influence, perhaps in particular with this defensive uh, coordinator search because he's a guy who comes from that Belichick tree. And as we know, Brian Flores, Jim Schwartz, Gerard Mayo, all guys linked to Belichick. What do you know about Bob Quinn's voice within the organization? Well, you know, he is, um, you know, he has been sort of a, a liaison between sort of coaching front office type of thing and you know he serves as an advisory role but i don't think that his influence should be overstated Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i mean they're you know what i mean you know sometimes these things can take on a life of of their own but you know i mean he he has played a valuable role but i don't think that you know we should read too too much into what his uh you know what his influence is. I think he, you know, he did a nice job in terms of, um, you know, again, being sort of that conduit between the two entities, but I, you know, I don't think he's, you know, this powerful Oz behind the the curtain. Yeah. I I was, I think that's great insight and information from you, Mary Kay, in in that regard, because I I think people heard that in that interview last week and they were all like their ears perk up a little bit and they're like, Oh, I haven't heard that name before. Like, why is he now having say in certain things? So do you to kind of clarify, you don't know that it's like some massive role that he has is good. And I also just think, shouldn't fans kind of feel like that's a good thing that the Haslam's are kind of letting the front office all kind of share information and and work together rather than it just be a blanket, hey, we're going to make this decision. Because that seems like a very old Haslam way of doing things versus, you know, letting guys voice their opinion and share input is kind of the new age thing that we've seen with the Kevin Stefanski regime. Well, you know, I think Andrew has done a good job of surrounding himself with people uh, that have a lot of institutional knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. I mean, he had Ryan Grigson here for a while before, um, you know, Ryan was able to leave and go, uh, you know, get a nicer role that he wanted for himself in Minnesota. But, um, but you know, then you have Bob Quinn, who sort of serves that role of, you know, someone who's who's been there, who's done it, and, you know, can be an advisor to, you know, what is really pretty, you know, still a young staff. So, um, 
you know, I, I think he played a valuable role. But, again, it's more, you know, advisory, consultant type of thing, not, you know, not pulling the strings behind the curtains and, and being a super powerful entity. Mary Kay, uh, we heard Deshaun Watson talk uh, at the end of the season about him and Kevin Stefanski meeting man-to-man behind closed doors and kind of going over things that they feel like they, they can be better at and things that they need to work on. From your perspective, what is it that Deshaun Watson needs to focus on more this offseason to lead the Browns to more success next season? Well, I think, you know, what he has to do, and I also think that, you know, that that quote, when you know when you saw it in some of the headlines and stuff like that, it almost seemed like Deshaun was saying, I'm going to sit him down and tell him. I mean, it was not <laughs> like that at all. It was, yeah, no, I'm not going to say right here in this press conference exactly what I'm thinking, but what I'm going to do is sit down one-on-one, man-to-man with Kevin, and we're going to talk about, you know, what we need to do to make sure this offense is every single thing it can be. And the important thing for Deshaun is to be very open and upfront about what he sees, what he wants, and what he needs. That is both from a schematic standpoint and a personnel standpoint. If he truly believes that he needs something else out of the pass catchers or some other, you know, some speed, a speedy receiver, which is one thing I think he needs, um, you know, a Pro Bowl caliber kind of guy like that, uh, you know, whatever he feels like he needs, he has to be very open and upfront about it. The days need to be over where guys are afraid to express themselves. That's when you have a guy, you know, just stewing on your roster like Jadavian Clowney did for the whole entire season. And nobody needs that. Uh, they need to be open and honest about what they see and what they need. I mean, if he want, if he needs uh, more no, no huddle, then, you know, talk about that. If he wants, uh, you know, more 11 personnel, whatever the case may be, uh, they they really need to dig into the film, dig into the old film of his from Houston, and uh, find anything they can to help him be successful. Mary Kay, me and Spencer definitely joining you. One last question. Uh, today is MLK Day, and when you think about MLK and the things that he, he's done to try to push us forward, what's the one thing that stands out to you the most when you hear Martin Luther King Jr.? Well, I mean, there's, there's so many things, um, but – just I, I just think in, in my mind, uh, the, the one thing that always just has always stood out is just, you know, just the peaceful, you know, just the peaceful protest and, uh, you know, the way of getting things done, uh, you know, in, in a way that works for everyone without, um, you know, without violence and without bloodshed and all of those kinds of things. And it's just remarkable, uh, you know, what he was able to do and accomplish with that kind of mindset. She needs no introduction, but we gave her one anyway. It's Mary Kay Cabot, Cleveland.com. When I say she's one of the best, she is one of the best in the, the business. Best. The, the <laughs> best. She is the, the best. <laughs> I love it, Earl. I love it. Mary Kay, can't thank you enough for the time. You're, you're, always, uh, you're always on point with all, everything you got to share and, and all your insight, and we can't thank you enough for joining us today. Sure. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.